Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Plantsman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Plantsman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, July 26, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, How Evil Advances, The Tyranny of Good Intentions. Dan Bongino has a maxim. Conservatives believe leftists are basically good people with bad ideas. Leftists believe conservatives are bad people with ideas. Looking at the culture war that we're in the midst of through this lens is helpful to understanding how the left has achieved its position of tyranny over our society. Their catastrophic decisions, along with our complicity through inaction, or at best ineffective action, are ruining our economy and institutions while undermining our freedoms at a breathtaking speed. And the time it takes for us to finally recognize one of the train wrecks for what it is and begin to act, they have moved on and planted the seeds for ten more. Why? How can we get much better at recognizing the enemy for what it is and the enemy's tactics for what they are? It is to be expected that the enemy is working against you. That's why they're called the enemy. But why do so many conservatives fail to see? Why do so many of us say they hate socialism and communism yet step into its booby trap over and over again. Critical race theory is a classic example of this. It is an ideology, basically, a religion, that teaches divisiveness. It teaches people to hate each other based on their skin color, their economic status, their employment status, their anything status. It does this through three fundamental tenets. Number one, white privilege, or the idea that merely being white affords privileges and is therefore racist. Number two, unconscious bias. While it is a bias of prejudice that is present, but not, but not consciously held or recognized, but still makes you a racist. And number three, systemic, also called structural racism, 
which includes the the oppressive racist realities that have been institutionalized and manifest in all of society's parts, including the economy, politics, education, religion, family, etc. These tenets are espoused without revealing to targeted audiences that they are critical race theory. In fact, mention of critical race theory is studiously avoided, if not outright denied. From a practical standpoint, then, conservatives busy themselves debating the merits and demerits of whether or not whites may or may not benefit from privileges under this or that set of circumstances, for example. We argue with each other. We cite studies. We wax eloquent. We prove our position with unassailable logic. And we can continue to lose the war. Why? Most people think that propaganda is an effort to make you believe the lies are truth. It isn't. Propaganda is to make you behave a certain way. If, by throwing in elements of truth, the propaganda achieves its purpose more effectively, so much the better. This is why critical race theory is so poisonous. The behaviors desired are at least twofold. Number one, distracting from the front line of battle. And number two, ceding ground to the enemy through incremental compromise. Conservatives always take the bait. It seems we always accept the premises and chase the shiny object into booby trap after booby trap instead of staying focused on the enemy, who they are, and what they are about. Leftists do not care about fairness, tolerance, equity, or any of the maraud good intentions they claim to care about. Those on their side that are true believers in these causes are merely useful idiots to the fight. At this late stage in the battle, those on our side are willfully ignorant, therefore complicit. They have eyes, yet see not, and ears, yet hear not. Mark 8:18 Recently, a conservative elder at my own conservative denomination Protestant church was confronted with his teaching of critical race theory from a book written by a prominent member of our denomination. He took deep personal offense when told he was in fact teaching tenets of communism, therefore anti-God ideology. Yet the fact was inescapable. It is very possible that he truly had no idea. With the best intentions, he had in fact been recruited into the service of the enemy. This is happening every day in churches, schools, and organizations of all types all across America. As Dr. Scott Peck noted in his book, People of the Lie, we must stop buying the maraud and being deceived by the pretense of evil. As a result, conservatives continue to cede ground, political, cultural, and spiritual, 
to the enemy. The rich, largely white academics and activists behind things like white privilege don't actually care about racism. But if the argument causes conservatives to see ground, the enemy will certainly take it. If, for example, we begin to follow the trail that says whites are more sinful than other races because they are white, we see ground on the biblical truth that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. If conservative Christians buy into the argument of systemic racism as opposed to systemic sin, they also cede spiritual ground, therefore cultural and political as well, from salvation by the blood of Christ to salvation by the grace of race hustlers and communists. This well-intentioned seeding of ground with no recognition of the actual battle being fought is how all cultural, political, and spiritual human catastrophes originate. Looking back on his time in the Soviet gulags and the years leading up to that human catastrophe, Alexander Solzhenitsyn said, To do evil, a human being must first of all believe that what he is doing is good. It is in the nature of the human being to seek justification for his actions. Then he continued with a comment that can explain the dangers of ideologies like critical race theory and how what I have called the tyranny of good intentions can advance. He said, Shakespeare's evildoers stopped short at a dozen corpses because they had no ideology. Ideology, that is what gives evil doing its long-sought justification and gives evildoers the necessary steadfastness and determination. That is the social theory which helped to make his acts seem good instead of bad in his own and others' eyes so that he won't hear reproaches and curses, but will receive praise and honors. As I said in my book, what he's getting at is, if you want to carry out evil on a large scale, turning from God's authority to make man's a society, you must cloak it within an ideology known by its nice-sounding intentions. This is how evil advances through tyranny of good intentions. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs, at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Oh, Canada, our home and nation. 
you're looking for a fight, you'll find it. With Canada's premier voice in white nationalism, Mr. Paul Fromm, with his show, The Fighting Side of Me, every day on White Pride Radio. Only on AltRightTV.com. I dare you to step into the ring. Okay, my first article for this evening, this Tuesday evening, starts out with a fight. Okay, uh, now I'm sure I have everyone's attention uh, with the first article and uh, telling you that this is about a fight. Uh, Who doesn't like a good fight? Uh, But this isn't the type of fight uh, maybe that you're expecting to hear about. Uh, It's not black on black uh, crime, a fight. It's not uh, uh, white on white uh, fight. It's not two organizations uh, fighting each other. Uh, Now, this... Uh, come from New York Place, and I kid you not, this headline sounds like the start of a joke uh, in a bar, a bar joke. The headline is, Lesbian Writes a Joke That Goes Mega Viral on Twitter. She had to apologize to the woke mob for her transphobia. Uh, So the fight we have here is uh, uh, queer against queers. Uh, two queers, uh, well, a whole uh, woke mob of queers, uh, uh, dress-wearing men, against a lesbian. Uh, you know, this is kind of like um, if you had two uh, average black people uh, with the average IQ of 70 fighting back and forth as to who is the stupidest. Uh, you know, <laughs> two 70 IQ black people if they're arguing who's the stupidest, uh, you know, they're both stupid. They're both borderline retarded. Here, in this case, it's queer against queer. Uh, you know, the, the uh, LGBTQ plus uh, community, uh, they can't even get along with, with, with each other. Uh, here you have, and you know, I've said this many times on the show. I don't care what term. They try to use to sugarcoat the fact that uh, a homosexual is a homosexual. Uh, Here you have a lesbian, a homosexual, plain and simple, period, being attacked by a uh, woke mob of uh, uh, transgenders, also homosexuals. Dress-wearing men. You know, uh, back in uh, my younger days growing up, what we called men that wore dresses were transvestites. Still, a homosexual. Uh, uh, Bisexual. Still, a homosexual. So here you have queer versus queer. Uh, One queer said something that a group of queers didn't like, so the group of queers attacks the queer. Make any sense to you? Me either. But uh, here it is. Uh, A lesbian whose joke about contraception went mega viral on Twitter later had to apologize when she was pillared for excluding transgender women. Uh, Transgender women. Homosexual men wearing dresses. 
the account of a woman named Carly Siegel, who identifies as a counselor, posted the joke on Tuesday. The joke hinged on a lesbian couple not needing contraceptives for obvious biological reasons, and it garnered more than 290,000 likes, a massive hit for a tweet. Uh, Siegel faced immediate backlash from those calling the joke transphobic, even though it makes no mention at all about transgender people. So here you have a queer telling a joke that offends some queers. Uh, this queer isn't even talking about those queers. Uh, make any sense yet? Uh, me either. Uh, but the story continues here. When you say lesbianism as a reply, you're implying that the mere fact of being a lesbian makes it impossible to get pregnant by your partner. It is transphobic. It's a way we have to deconstruct the cisgender-centered society we live in, said one critic. Uh, uh, that's actually very transphobic and sexist, since you're assuming women can't have testicles and penis. Maybe you should reflect on your life, responded another distractor. <laughs> now, um... Seriously, this this idiot, this uh, uh, either queer themselves or queer-loving uh, person, is telling this queer, this lesbian, that she's assuming women can't have testicles and a penis. Seriously? Uh, you know what a woman is called that has testicles and a penis? A man. That's what it is, plain and simple. Uh... Many lesbians can get pregnant by their partners, and this is not uh, as funny as people pretend, read another reply to the joke. Now, you know, uh, you hear a lot about uh, men getting pregnant. Now, this is how far we as Americans have left this queer agenda go in our white Christian country. When these queers are saying that a man can get pregnant, it's not a man. That is a woman that dresses like a man, like a transgender woman. Uh, just like you have a transgender man is considered a woman, a transgender woman is considered a man. Regardless, it is still a woman, a biological woman, that has the baby, not a man. Uh, you know, it, it's almost uh, like I can't believe that I would have a conversation like this over a news article on a radio show. You know, as I'm even uh, doing this article, I'm scratching my own head wondering, where did we go wrong? What have we left happen to America? Uh, Siegel followed with an apology to transgender women for her woke heresy. Wow, did not expect this to blow up. Trans women are women. Uh, trans uh, slash NB, whatever that is, lesbians, are 100% valid, she tweeted. 
I didn't intend to be exclusionary in the personal exchange with my doctor. I was only uh, consumerating with the general LGBTQ plus awkwardness in these scenarios, she added. Uh, yeah, what, what can you say after hearing an article like that? I mean, really, seriously, what can you say? Uh, and we have allowed this. And, you know, people are pushing. I actually saw an article. Uh, I don't have that for this evening, but Merriam-Webster Dictionary is changing uh, their definition of male and female. Uh, the, yeah, uh, the Merriam-Webster uh, Dictionary. So parents out there, uh, be sure your school doesn't uh, have this dictionary. Uh, don't, don't buy a Webster Merriam uh, Dictionary for your child. Because this is another way that these homosexuals are trying to push, not only down our adult throats, but America's children. Uh, you know, and just like, uh, this isn't the first word either that a dictionary has changed the meaning of. The N-word, and I've talked about this on the show before, the N-word, I remember as a child... Uh, probably around fourth grade, and I was always someone who liked to investigate things, uh, get to the bottom of things, and find out truth for myself. So, uh, as uh, uh, I'm saying fourth grader, uh, I remember getting a dictionary out of the school library and setting it to table, and I looked up the N-word. And the the definition to the N-word at the time was a stupid or arrogant person, or stupid or ignorant person. Uh, I forget what else it was, but it, ha it dealt with uh, an uneducated, uh, stupid person. So the, the original N-word could have been the definition for uh, any race. But since the definition to the N-word fit a certain race to a T, then it became an offensive word. Uh, so, you know, now you look up the N-word in the dictionary, if it's even there. I saw some uh, 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 dictionaries, it would have a vulgar uh, remark, uh, a racial slur. And that wasn't the original definition of the n-word at all but like i said uh, the shoe fit perfectly to a certain race the black race so they took offense to it now you have queers taking offense to the definition of a male and a female so here you have merriam webster they will change the definition of male and female uh, to promote homosexuality uh, a, a sin, uh, you know, uh, unbelievable. Uh, this article also, uh, let me find it here. Uh, 
here we go. This article uh, comes from the Daily Caller. The headline to this one is, Left-wing activists urge big tech to censor anti-pedophile smear. The left wants places like Facebook, Twitter, uh, BK. They want anti-pedophile material censored. Now, why would anyone want to take up for a child molester? Why? Uh, the, the article here, uh, Media Matters, a left-wing activist organization, is urging Twitter to censor the word groomer, which it characterizes as anti-LGBT. The term groomer, which describes an adult who befriends a child without proper boundaries in order to prime them for the sexual abuse, has been used by conservatives to criticize child drag events and lessons on sexuality and gender identity targeting young children. Media Matters argued that the word is being used to smear LGBT people as sexual predators and urged tr Twitter to crack down on the term. Uh, this is one of the latest violent acts resulting from a right-wing smear campaign on social media that has driven nationwide harassment and violence against members of the LGBTQ uh, community and their allies, which, you know, their allies. If you support homosexuality, you're a homosexual yourself. Uh, maybe you haven't come out of the closet, but you can't be someone that says, uh, well, uh, uh, it's okay with me as long as somebody isn't trying to queer me. Uh, if you're okay with it, uh, you have to be a homosexual. You know, just like a bank robber. Uh, if you support people robbing banks, you have to have that thought in your head about robbing a bank yourself. Uh, and so it is with uh, queers, homosexuals. There is no in-between. You are either... Uh, heterosexual or homosexual. There isn't a middle ground. So if you support homosexuality for any reason, guess what? You're a homosexual yourself. Uh, just, you have to realize that. There's, there's no in-between. Yeah, there's no half-queer. Uh, and, you know, I always uh, think about this, too, when... Uh, uh, the homosexual community uh, says about uh, harassment and violence against them. You know, uh, our government and what the, they call homosexual allies, homosexuals themselves, uh, our president, our courts can only protect these people as mortal uh, as uh, like a mortal person. Uh, homosexuality is a sin. So these queers may get protection here on earth, but as everyone, death is inevitable, we are all going to meet our maker. And um, offhand, 
I don't know uh, a religion, a white religion, uh, uh, that thinks queers uh, will move on to anywhere. Uh, what I mean is, um, I am a Christian identist myself, uh, but I uh, have friends that are Odinists. Now, uh, even they, their religion does not accept homosexuality because, uh, you know, uh, as a Christian and identist, I see homosexuality as a sin. Uh, an Odinist would see homosexuality as against nature. Uh, so what I'm saying is these homosexuals are going to meet their maker. And then there is no protection. Because God says homosexuality is a sin. He destroyed two cities uh, recorded in the Bible, Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, God cannot change and God cannot lie, according to the Bible. So homosexuality today is just as big a sin as it was in biblical days. And these queers are going to find this out. You know, uh, if they think they are harassed here on earth, just wait until God gets his hands on them. Then they will know what suffering is. Uh, the story continues here. Uh, Media Matters Research, Mia Gingrich who works in the organization's LGBTQ program, wrote in an article, In the face of this targeted hate campaign, Twitter has failed to act to protect its users. Uh, the platform continues to allow content promoting the offensive and flagrantly false accusation that LGBTQ people are attempting to sexually exploit children. A conspiracy theory with deeply rooted anti-gay and anti-trans origins to spread unchecked, the article said. Um, now, uh, I'm not even going to finish that article. You know, uh, we all know the attack on Christianity. Uh, not just here uh, in America, but uh, worldwide. All of our white brothers and sisters in uh, European white countries uh, are being targeted uh, as Christians. You know, the queer makes it sound like, uh, you know, they are these upstanding uh, people and that they don't target children. Well, then why in the hell are they recruiting children to pride parades, queer story hour, queer books in school? They target children. One of the reasons they target children is it is against nature for two queer anything to mate and reproduce. Uh, just as uh, two bulls in the field cannot have a calf. Uh, two two uh, of the same-sex horses cannot have a colt. Anything on earth Two queers cannot reproduce. The reason? Because it is a sin. It goes against nature. And freaks like that should just die out. 
you know, it is, and that's what it is. It, it is freaks. It is mentally disturbed people. And in nature, uh, survival of the fittest. Queers can't have kids because God doesn't want queers on the earth. So they can't reproduce. This is why they go for children. They are trying to take your child, convert them to queer, and then there's their child. It's not their child, it's yours that they're taking. And, uh, you know, studies show that homosexuals are more than likely to commit pedophilia in their lifetime. So this BS that these queers are trying to put out there, that they don't groom children, is just that. It's BS, people. Here I have some statistics on homo-slash-pedophile uh, people. These are statistics. I don't come up, I don't do this show and uh, uh, expect you to take what I say uh, at face value. This is why I deal with statistics and I deal with proof. Uh, this is, uh, this comes from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. A social researcher who has studied sexual behavior for 24 years believes the Boy Scouts of America has sound reasons for maintaining its prohibition against gay scoutmasters. A homosexual cannot automatically be considered a child molester, said Judith Reisman, president of the Institute for Media Education in suburban Louisville, Kentucky. But, with 17 to 24 percent of boys being abused by age 18, nearly as many as the 25 percent of girls there is cause for concern, she said. Since heterosexuals outnumber homosexual population about 44 to 1 as a group, the incidence of homosexuals molesting children is up to 40 times greater than heterosexuals, she said. Do you understand that? We outnumber homosexuals 44 to 1. But, within the homosexual uh, community, molesting children is up to 40 times greater than heterosexuals molesting children. Let that sink in. You know, just like you can't um, uh, categorize all black people as stupid, but your average black person uh, has an, uh, an average IQ of 70, which is borderline retarded. So this is telling you that, uh, now keep in mind, 44 to 1 heterosexuals outnumber homosexuals. But a child is more likely to be molested by a homosexual by 40 times greater than heterosexuals. So what does that tell you? Uh uh, the, the thing here ends, you're looking at a much higher rate of abuse, said Reisman, a former university research professor who recently completed a study titled Crafting Gay Children. The Department of Justice just released data, and the rate of abuse are off the charts. 
Department of Justice. The rates of abuse against children by homosexuals is off the charts. So there's your facts. Uh, you know, uh, don't go by what these queers are telling you. Do you think they're actually going to tell you the truth? These people are demons. Um, uh, Satan is the father of the lie. And these homosexuals are Satan's demons here on earth. Do you think they're going to tell you the truth? And any listeners I have out there that uh, may not be uh, a Christian identist or follow Christian identity, uh, you, you know, there are even churches today, many of them, which perform homosexual marriages. Uh, they allow queers into their congregation. These are not Christian churches, people. Because true Christianity teaches that homosexuality is a sin as well as miscegenation. But we're talking about uh, queers here. So um, there you have it. There's the truth. Oh, let's see. Okay, uh, here I have another <coughs> article. Uh, if you don't... Uh, If you haven't heard enough proof yet, uh, which I'm sure uh, uh, my loyal listeners have, my loyal listeners already know uh, what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't do the show to um, insinuate that my loyal listeners don't know what's going on, because I know you do. Loyal, loyal listeners are good, solid people. But, you know, um, there are listeners that uh, maybe tune in for the first time and listen to the show. And, uh, you know, that's why I like to back things up with statistics. I don't want someone uh, that is just now listening to the Rust Belt Klansman show or somebody that, uh, you know, has maybe listened to uh, an episode or so uh, thinking that I am some nut uh, that makes things up because I'm not. I, I give you facts and statistics. What you do with that, uh, that is up to you. But facts and statistics can't be argued against. Uh, this article comes from studyfinds.org. The headline to this, Transgen Transgender children, three times as likely to deal with mental health problems. Three times more likely than a heterosexual child. And, you know, children, uh, uh, these queers are, are grooming our children. You know, um, uh, young children are very impressionable. They don't know. Uh, uh, that's why they attack children the way they do. Uh, because now they're impressionable. Uh, uh, this is why the schools don't want uh, parents uh, at school board meetings fighting against uh, the queer books in the schools. Uh, they know that, you know, any older population, I believe 1973, uh, up until 1973, homosexuality was considered a mental illness. Uh, I got this for you. It still is. Uh, I hear the impressionable uh, young children, uh, you know, 
uh, I'm not saying that these young children uh, have a mental disability. They are just vulnerable. Uh, they are impressionable. It's not their fault. Uh, you know, they look up to adults for um, uh, security, safety, uh, truth. And uh, this is why the uh, homosexual tries to grab your child uh, as young as they can grab them. Uh, this article comes out of Victoria, Australia. And like I said, I'm not saying these children uh, start out with mental problems. Uh, now, adults, uh, that all of a sudden they just decide they, uh, they're queer, that is a mental illness. These children are being sucked in because they are naive, and it is causing these children later on in life to suffer from mental illness. Uh, Victoria, Australia. Transgender children as young as nine may suffer from a range of mental health problems, according to new research. Researchers in Australia say they're almost six times as likely to feel suicidal than their cisgender peers. Six times more likely to feel suicidal. Uh, rates of depression, anxiety, and behavioral problems, including ADHD, also incre increase by as much as threefold. The findings suggest young adolescents wanting to change gender face greater challenges than previously feared. Corresponding author Dr. Ken Pang from the University of Melbourne believes the problem could be due to stigma stress, discrimination, or dissatisfied with their gender. Previous research using clinical examples of transgender children age 5 to 11 reportedly lower rates of depression and anxiety than we observed in the cohort study. Study authors write in the journal uh, JAMA, J-A-M-A, all capital letter, uh, network, uh, open. A possible reason for this disparity is that transgender children attending specialist gender clinics are likely to have support from their families. A key prote protective factor for the mental health of transgender young people. In comparison, many transgender children and the general population lack parental support for their gender. They, they, they lacked parental support because parents know homosexuality is a sin. These queers teach children that uh, homosexuality is the in thing, uh, the new fad, uh, something everybody's doing. Uh, and, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, these children are, uh, are fed to the uh, homosexual machine. Uh, concerning levels of depression among young transgender children. The Australian team analyzed data on more than 7,000 9- and 10-year-olds from the U.S. enrolled in the Adolescent Brain Cognitive Development Study. They identified conditions from the DSM-5, the fifth version of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, which researchers call the Bible of Psychiatry. Study authors asked each participant, are you transgender? Fewer than one in a hundred answered in the affirmative. Dr. Pang runs pediatric practice and focuses on the care of transgender children and adolescents. 
He says past research has pointed to the concerning levels of depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. Uh, I'm not even, uh, well, the article's about over. I'm not even going to finish the article uh, because uh, uh, there's your proof. Uh, you know, and that kind of was hinting at the idea that uh, uh, transgender children are uh, having problems because their parents don't support them. Uh, that's not the study findings either. Uh, I've done several articles. I don't know if uh, so much on the show, but here on alt-right-tv.com in the uh, news section, I have done many articles or posted many articles about uh, children that transition and then later in life regret that transition. And uh, uh, some of them have committed suicide. Uh, others try to warn other children of the uh, consequences of what they do. Uh, uh, but there's two, uh, two articles of facts. Okay. Uh, this uh, next article, uh, this has been in the news uh, quite a lot. Uh, this comes from the news source, firstsports.com. Uh, the headline is, 300 million people understand, obey the effing law. Ex-Major League Baseball star Kurt Schilling destroys LeBron James over comments on Brittany Greenier drug trial. Uh, this Brittany Greenier, this is the uh, woman basketball player that was stupid enough to go to a country uh, that outlaws, uh, uh, I don't know if it was a CBC oil or uh, uh, what she had, hash or, or whatever it was. But anyhow, uh, it may have been legal here, but it wasn't in Russia. Uh, she is black. Uh, then LeBron James, uh, big old stupid meathead, uh, he sticks his nose in anything uh, Black Lives Matter uh, affiliated. Uh, he sticks his two cents in like he's so oppressed, making millions of dollars playing basketball. Uh, LeBron, why don't you go to Africa and see how far your career in basketball will take you? Uh, see how many millions of dollars uh, you can uh, make in Africa being a stupid uh, person uh, playing a stupid uh, sport. Uh, instead of thanking America for him being able to be stupid and make millions of dollars, uh, he's against American values, against them, because uh, his people are oppressed. Now, his people are stupid. Uh, this uh, Grenier, she should have looked at the laws in Russia before she decided to take drugs to Russia. Uh, the funny thing I think about, uh, the funniest thing about it is, uh, guess what? In Russia, they don't play the race card. They don't care. Uh, you know, other countries aren't like America. They, they, they don't cater to black people because uh, the Jew tells them they are oppressed. Uh, the Jew tells them how badly they were treated as slaves. And uh, automatically, uh, as soon as a black person does something, they pull that race card right out of their wallet and uh, everybody's uh, fine and dandy with it. The situation straightened out to where the black person, uh, if they get any kind of a punishment, it's very minute. Uh, 
uh, for anything, murder included. But guess what? Russia isn't playing that. Russia, and they shouldn't. Uh, if you're too stupid to look at the laws in another country that you're planning on going to, and you know you are taking drugs to that country, then you get what you deserve. I hope, I hope this uh, Grenier uh, rots in a uh, Russian prison. I hope she rots in a Russian prison, just for her stupidity. And uh, LeBron James, I hope he uh, ends up doing something because there's your arrogant, uh, I could do anything uh, mentality. Uh, how dare you uh, suggest that the black race have consequences for their actions? What an idiot. And that's what it is in America today. Blacks think that they should have no consequences and be babied just because our government babies them. Uh, guess what? Other countries don't. Uh, Kurt Schilling, a former Major League Baseball player, expressed his opinion on the Brittany Grenier scenario. The three-time World Series winner tweeted a comment about the WNBA star late on Sunday night, quoting LeBron James from six days before. After his recent comments about Grenier went viral, LeBron was the target of some criticism. LeBron could not even be certain whether he wanted to return to America if he were in Grenier's position, the Los Angeles Lakers star said, appearing to take a jab at the U.S. government. Schilling, a well-known political analyst for the right-wing television network, Blaze TV, appeared to be quite upset with Grenier's allegation and James' support of her. Well, this is your typical uh, black mentality. One black commits a crime. Uh, they get caught. There's a, a punishment to, to face, a consequences for that crime. They all pile on injustice because they're black. Uh, just because uh, you are black and your race has an average IQ of 70, which is borderline retarded, does not give you an excuse to go around in our white Christian civilized society uh, with jungle mentality. Uh, you know, and here's LeBron James saying uh, if it was him, uh, he wouldn't come back to America. You know, get the hell out. There has been so many Hollywood personalities uh, that uh, most of it over this uh, Roe versus Wade uh, deal uh, that have said uh, they they were leaving America. They were packing up, and this I, this was several years ago, and I don't even know what was going on. Uh, but uh, Jew Hollywood, uh, the puppets, uh, stars, uh, supposedly stars. They were all talking about how uh, if this happened, maybe it was uh, something over Trump. Maybe maybe it was the uh, election that if Trump won in, uh, uh, yeah, it may have been longer than I thought, that if Trump won in uh, uh, 2016, that they were leaving the country. Guess what? They're still here. You know, they're like little children. Uh, if I don't get what I want, I'm running away. Uh, you know, I tried that as a child, and uh, uh, guess what? My mom and dad put me some socks in a bag, uh, a couple of other articles of clothing, handed me the bag and said, see ya. Uh, well, guess what? I made it to the end of the uh, sidewalk, thought about it, and, uh, you know, I turned around and went running uh, back into the house. Uh, this is what, you know, any any person 
that threatens to leave America if they don't get their way should automatically be deported to any country that would make them happy, well, a one-way ticket with no chance of ever returning to America. And guess what? People like LeBron James, these other uh, Hollywood has-beens, they would keep their damn mouth shut. You look like a bunch of idiotic children threatening to leave the country, and then when you don't get your way, you're still here sucking up my air. If you don't like it in America, get the hell out. Plain and simple. Go to wherever will make you happy. Uh, don't expect uh, white Christian America to bend and change uh, for you. You know, if, if the white race here in America bended, bent and changed uh, to uh, satisfy black people, guess what? America would be Africa. We'd all be drinking out of mud puddles, living in uh, mud huts. Because that's what they are. That's, that's what they do. Uh, thanks to Whitey, they have what they have. Uh, you know, white people were gracious enough to share from their uh, basket uh, of fruit, so to say, uh, that God has blessed the white race with, his chosen people. Uh, we have shared from that basket, and then you have bastards like that in America, the gall to uh, complain about white people. Are you serious? You know, uh, white people didn't have to share our technology uh, from our basket of God-given fruit with anybody. Uh, and we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. Uh, you know, when I get to talking about stuff like that, it really irritates me. Uh, anyhow, back to the article. On February 17th, Grenier was detained at Shuramento Evo International Airport while traveling with a vape cartridge of hashish oil. Uh, she did present a medical marijuana prescription as proof, but the Arizona state only has jurisdiction for that authorization. The 31-year-old is previously facing a maximum sentence of 10 years in jail, for large-scale drug transportation. Some supporters of Gr uh, Grin Grinner, whatever, however you pronounce her name, uh, nevertheless believe that the Russian government is mistreating or using her as a scapegoat. They contend that the changes against her, charges against her are excessive for what can be viewed as a minor offense. Yeah, it, it's a minor offense in America, but guess what it isn't in Russia? Like I said, the race, the race car does nothing uh, for Russia. You know, if this was a white uh, a sports star, and uh, this happened to the white sports star in Russia, you wouldn't hear a damn word about it. Not a word. Absolutely nothing would you hear about it. But because this is a uh, black and uh, uh, obviously stupid uh, black at that, uh, maybe she thought because she played basketball, uh, she was some kind of uh, hero. Uh, guess what? You know, and the shame of it is there are so many white people in America. Here we go with the sports again, too. You know, to, because this really irritates me as well. I'm sure there are plenty of white people uh, trying to stand up for this Grenier because they like women's basketball. 
uh, they let the love of liking basketball um, uh, uh, distract them from uh, the, the truth, uh, from the facts. Uh, they think because uh, they are their favorite basketball star, football star, whoever it is, uh, uh, people do no wrong. Uh, you know, uh, there are people out there, and unfortunately, white people, that, uh, you know, their favorite player, uh, they can't miss a week without seeing their favorite player. And, you know, uh, that person could commit a murder, a gruesome murder, and the stars would be heartbroken. Uh, they would be standing uh, uh, up and beside uh, this degenerate. It's... It's it just amazes me. It amazes me. Then here in a few months, uh, football will start again. Uh, white people that uh, claim to be proud white patriotic people, uh, the goons that started uh, Kaepernick uh, with the kneeling during our national anthem, all these white so-called patriots, they'll forget about that. Uh, because they can't go with uh, without seeing their favorite sports store. So many people sell out, and you know, that's exactly what it is too. It's it's selling out. You're selling out your country. You're selling your soul. Uh, because you know, even watching sports on TV, you are supporting them with ratings. You go buy your favorite star's jersey. You are supporting the very people that hate America. Uh, so, you know, uh, people that come at me with, uh, uh, they are such these great patriotic people, American-loving people, and, uh, you know, uh, you come to find out uh, they can't even give up a, a stupid sport uh, on TV uh, for their country. Uh, you know, I have nothing for people like that. I don't. Um I've seen so many people uh, come and go uh, in this uh, fight for our white race that it isn't even funny. Uh, you know, I think many people join, they expect change uh, overnight, and uh, when they don't get it within a week, uh, you know, they're done. They're tired. Uh, they can't continue uh, because it's just taking too long. Uh and we're not making enough progress. Well, this is why, people. This is why. Uh, we as whites here in America have become such a weak people that it's sickening. It's sickening. You know, uh, all these uh, supposed white nationalist people uh, uh, that say, oh, if it comes down to it and there's a race war uh, uh, racial holy war in America. Uh, by God, I'll be in the trenches. But yet they can't miss a game. So don't give me the BS. I see right through it. Um, sometimes it is hard to remain positive uh, in this uh, fight for our white race because... Um, I don't think that I'm over-dedicated. Uh, I don't think I go above and beyond. Uh, 
because it is uh, something that I truly have a passion for, and that is saving our white race, God's chosen people. So, you know, uh, uh, the duties that I have within the organization I belong to, uh, you know, preparing articles for the uh, show here uh, that I do, trying to uh, wake people up, uh, I don't consider that work uh, because it isn't. It uh, To me, it is a um, God-given duty, uh, something that God... Uh, put me on earth to do. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'm not driving the bus. God is. Uh, I'm just doing uh, what he gave me the job to do. Uh, so, you know, it's not hard, people. It's not hard. Uh, I, I, I don't understand uh, how uh, uh, people, white people, in America can be so uh no not all either i'm not you know i'm not saying all but uh how some people they will join the cause uh it it becomes too much effort uh everybody wants uh instant gratification uh you know if you don't have instant gratification and nothing's worth it uh it, it's just a shame uh with that i am going to close out this tuesday evening uh, show. I will be back here on Thursday, July 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on White Pride Radio with a new The Rust Belt Klansman show, two evenings from now. Uh, look me up on VK. Uh, VK is Russia's version of Facebook, and uh, ironically, you have more uh, freedom of speech. Uh, I am on Facebook, but I don't use uh, the account anymore, so uh, you know, um, uh, Facebook is owned and run by a Jew. Uh, you have no voice there. So, you know, uh, uh, it is about worthless unless you are using Facebook to communicate with uh, friends and family. Uh, that's about all it's worth. And uh, believe this, you're being watched. You're definitely being watched. So I don't like that feeling either. Uh, but I will leave my Facebook account uh, open. Hopefully somebody uh, takes over Facebook someday uh, that is like-minded. Uh, if you have any news articles, uh, suggestions, thoughts, uh, something you want to get off of your mind, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Very simple, all lowercase letters, heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. You can also call in your thoughts, your news articles, your suggestions, uh, anything you want to get off of your mind. You can call directly to the show at area code 412 254 6226. I leave a voicemail or a text. I say this at the end of every show and uh, regretfully I cannot I don't I don't have time to answer uh, the phone. But I do read every email, I listen to every voice message, and I read every text 
that my listeners send in. And if it is something that uh, needs an answer to, uh, I will definitely uh, answer your questions uh, via email or text, um, however you ask the question. Uh, if it is something that uh, needs an answer to, I will definitely answer that. I don't ignore uh, my listeners because uh, I know without my listeners, uh, this show uh, w- wouldn't be where it is today. So uh, I appreciate all my listeners. Uh, until uh, my white brothers and sisters out there, until Thursday evening, uh, July 28th, stay safe, take care of each other, and stand shoulder to shoulder. Um, you know, uh, put up the good fight. Uh, don't let things distract you. Don't let things discourage you. And I assure you, in this fight for our white race, there are many things that will um, distract you. Uh, things that will um, irritate you. And, uh, you know, things just uh, come about to try to trip you up. Uh, But you can't let that get the best of you. Uh, You have to keep up the good fight. Uh, So, you know, uh, don't become discouraged. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, Believe me, there are many things uh, in this fight for our white race that are very discouraging. Very discouraging. But you can't give up. Uh, We as the Aryan race aren't known as quitters we are known as warriors and uh thank you to the jew uh white america uh is losing more and more white warriors uh every day uh and this this is the uh a tactic a jewish tactic uh to you know uh, distract us and discourage us, to uh, make us feel like we have uh, uh, no hope, uh, like we can't win this fight. Uh, Let me assure you, uh, we most definitely can. Anywhere throughout the world where the Aryan has stepped foot, we have conquered. We have won. And, uh, you know, so uh, don't fall for uh, the propaganda out there that makes you feel Uh, like you are fighting a battle you can't win, because I assure you, uh, we can win this, and uh, we can win this easily. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power!